1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is a late day on September 22nd, 2020. My name is Philip Ross, when I'm the expert and site editor over at Orlando i Twitter at PhilipRR underscore On today's episode of Locked on Magic, today is, or today was, or is, I don't know when you're listening to this, but September 22nd is National Voter Registration Day, and the Orlando Magic held an event at the Amway Center inside the Disney Atrium to try and spread the word about voter registration, and draw and get people to register to vote, as well as fill out their U.S. Census forms uh, inside the Disney Atrium at the Amway Center. I was down there, heard from Steve Clifford and Mo Bamba. I'm going to let them speak and carry this show as, as they explain what they're trying to do uh, and what impact they hope they've had uh, from both their messaging inside the bubble and now that they are out of the bubble back in their communities. We will talk about all that coming up today. Um, I'll provide some comments on what, uh, what the coaches coaches and players say. But to me, the big thing is their words. I'm going to let them speak for themselves. So I will, I will play the raw kind of media scrum that we had with them. I, I do think that there were a lot of interesting things said uh, and important things that were said in the process. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching for download podcast for Locked on and the team you're looking for. Just like there's a podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating Detailers podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can find only from a local expert who knows their team best. You've got the Los Angeles Lakers and Denver Nuggets on tap tonight. You're probably listening to this a little bit later in the day, so if you need a preview of that game and or a recap of Game 3 between the Los Angeles Lakers and Denver Nuggets, check out Locked On Lakers or Locked On Nuggets, plus the Eastern Conference Finals starting back up on Wednesday you can check out Locked On Heat and Locked On Celtics, plus our great national podcast, including Locked On NBA, for the national perspective on these series. No matter what your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Before we get into uh, the media scrums that we had with Mobamba and Steve Clifford, I will first say I apologize if the audio isn't great. They had music playing. Uh, in the venue and we were all doing our best to stay uh, as socially distant as we could but still get the sound Um, so if it gets muffled a little bit at all um, I apologize for that Um, but again I I think it's really important for especially an issue like this that we hear hear these guys in their own words there's very little that I can add I feel um, that that certainly could carry a whole show but very little that I feel like I can add um, to what they say I will come on at the end and provide some content and and some highlights that that I think are important uh, to note Um, but, uh, at the end of the day, I I, I think that, you know, this is their message. I want to give them, I want to give them the power, uh, to deliver their message. But a few key notes before we dive into this, um, September 22nd was national voter registration day, but that is just a day to celebrate and to push people to register, to vote in the state of Florida. And it'll be different in every single jurisdiction, but in the state of Florida, the deadline to register for November's general election. The presidential election, yes, but also several important local races in there too. The deadline to register is October 5th. October 5th is next week. Okay, maybe not next week, but it's, in, it's next Monday. So we're, we're two weeks away from the voter registration deadline. Um, the first presidential debate will be next Tuesday, one week from today. Uh, so that is coming up very, very fast too. I point all this out because these are important deadlines. If you want to vote in the upcoming election, in the November election, you have to be registered to vote. You can do that at your at your by going online to your local county supervisor of elections office to search for your county supervisor of elections. They should have all the information you need to register to vote. This is an important. This is important, uh, obviously, because elections are important. Um, democracies are work. Um, I think that this is just a general statement. These should be nonpartisan statements. Democracies are work. Democracies only represent those who participate in the process. No one's asking you to go out on the streets and protest. No one is asking you to do anything more than to research the candidates, do your homework, go to a ballot box on election day or during early voting or mail in a ballot uh, a few weeks beforehand uh, and fill in a little bubble saying who you think should be your next leader. It is a simple, 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 simple act, but it is a vital one to the survival of any democracy. And this is not just a statement because we seem to be in some very trying times and and some very divisive times politically. It is a statement of fact. Any democracy is merely a reflection of the people who vote in that democracy, the participants in that democracy. And yes, not voting is speech. And I'm not going to tell you if you don't, I'm not going to say that if you don't vote, you don't deserve to complain. You absolutely do. You know, your uh, elections are messy. They don't always d- deliver ideal results or ideal candidates to deliver those ideal results. Um, and, and so I'm not going to tell you that you have to vote. It is your right to decide not to vote, but it is still a simple and vital act to the survival of any Republic, of any democracy that we exercise this right to vote. And certainly you know, for many, and, and honestly, I think I think it's just, just generally a lot of people have gained a lot of civics lessons over the last four years and certainly, over, you know, throughout their entire lifetimes about how important and what impact voting can have on communities throughout the communities, both locally and nationally, and, and certainly at the state level as well. These are important decisions. And while you may feel relatively small, Florida is a big state. You know, we've got, what, 29 electoral votes. Um, Florida is a big state. It may seem like you have one inconsequential little vote, but remember, Florida was decided in 2000 on a recount election. The gubernatorial and Senate elections in the 2018 midterms were both recounted, decided by very, very narrow margins. So especially if you live in the state of Florida, you know firsthand how vital it is to vote, how important your voice can be and what impact just one simple act of filling in a bubble, you know, completing a broken arrow, or punching out a chad. I don't think they use that anymore, but, but just in case they do, you know how vital and important that act can be. So again, I, I, I'm not going to encourage you and, and advocate to vote for a specific candidate. That is not my job. My job here, and, and I think the job that the Magic have taken under their wing here, is to encourage you all to register to vote. October fifth is the deadline. One week from Monday is the deadline to register to vote for the Florida for the Florida general election in November. From then on, early voting will begin. October 19th, uh, in Florida at least, so these are all going to be Florida. Beginning October 19th, early voting will take place from October 19th through November 1st. Check with your local supervisor of elections office for your most convenient early voting location. If you live in Orange County, Florida, the Amway Center will be open from 8, p- 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on October 19th through November 1st for early voting. Mo Bamba said that he will work a couple days as a poll worker there. He said he's he's willing to do whatever they need him to do to, to encourage, to keep people safe, uh, as obviously social distancing and 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 all that is, is a concern at the moment, um, but also to encourage people to vote. The magic have made voting one of their kind of central kind of social justice movement. And voting has been a central part of of the whole NBA social justice movement because at the end of the day and Steve Clifford will say this later on at the end of the day you know you can have you can have all the right conversations about how to push the country forward and how to improve li- the lives of your of your neighbors but at the end of the day none of it matters if you don't go out and have leaders that will enact those changes and enact those laws and that's why voting is so important it's just it's it's a simple way to empower people to be active in their communities, and that's that's really you know the low bar that we have to have to clear first. Registering to vote is a first step. The next step is actually going out and voting and turning out to the polls. So all this is vitally important again to the survival of a republic because a, a, a government the government is only a reflection of the people who vote. If you choose not to vote, your the government will not reflect you uh, in, in any way. Um, again, it's it elections are winner takes all, so the losing side is not represented in the same way, obviously, but. But you know, there, there is that chance that you know you are part of a winning coalition. It's it's again. It, I, I come on here usually around election time. I've used this podcast as a platform for this just to encourage people to vote. I, again, I don't I don't care who you vote for. I, I honestly don't. Um, you know, and this I will admit, this election I am leaning more toward one side than the other, and I do think a lot is on the line and a lot is at stake in this election. Um, more than at any time in my short lifetime. Um, but on this but I will always consistently say it does not matter who you vote for. All I care is that you, my listeners, understand the importance of voting and you participate in this democracy. And the magic are certainly doing that too. Obviously they exited the buses with the, with the shirts that said, get off get off the bench, get into the game, vote. The magic have, have worked with the city of Orlando as well as the Orange County Supervisor of Elections Office to have the Amway Center open. For early voting in October, um, and and obviously it has been a front and center thing for the Orlando Magic. It has been a big push that Steve Clifford has been a part of, working with the Florida Rights Restoration Co- Coalition, uh, as well as Mo Bamba has been a big part of the Magic's push to encourage people to vote. So again, all of this is to say, Tuesday was a great day of action and a great day, a, a day uh, to celebrate with the community um, our right to vote. And again, I, as I encouraged the other day. Um, Find a way to celebrate your vote. It is a simple act, but it is an important act for, uh, for our, our, our government and, and for our society at large. So with that said, with that kind of rambling out of the way, we will hear from Mo Bamba as well as Steve Clifford uh, as they discuss National Voter Registration Day. Before we get to that, though, got to pay some bills and talk about rockauto.com. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts a car will ever need, rockauto.com.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Just what does it mean for you to be here to encourage uh,
3: everybody to get out and register to vote?
4: It means a lot to me um, to see that I have a platform and that you know people are tuned in and they're listening. Uh, it means me a lot. Well. Have
3: you voted before?
4: I have not, so this will be my first time voting. Um, the last election I think I was just turning 18 or I just turned 18. And well, to be honest, to be frank. I didn't really know too much about voting. I didn't know how simple it was. It just seemed like, you know, a thing that older people who did. And I just want to encourage people who just become of age and who, you know really around my age to get out there and vote. It really matters.
1: As a first generation American, what does it mean for you to be able to, to vote this year?
4: It means the world, because I know you know how hard my parents fought to, to be in this country. Um, and I know how it is in other countries. So it means it means the world.
3: What's message to people who are on the fence
4: about what it's going to vote My message is, is simple. It's to get out there and vote. Just get out there educate yourself and vote. Um, you know, oftentimes we'll ask them, you ask you me who are you voting for? you person, you know, for one person or another? And I tell them that the message isn't necessarily who to vote for, but it's just to get out there and vote.
3: You said at the last press conference that when you were a kid, you learned about the importance of voting. Like elections and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like,
4: what do you remember from those um, It was all just like class president type stuff. It was never really focused around, you know, actual elections. It was never a thing where it was like, uh, I'm excited to turn the team so I can vote. Um, but I, I've learned pretty much the basis of it, like any type of democracy, whether it's class president or, you know, you're voting for government um, position.
1: So when people come here to vote, register, what's going to be your involvement
4: with the community? Um, anything and everything. Um, I'm going to remain open-minded, whether if it's you know as little as you know mopping the floor or making sure everyone's staying social distance, social distancing, or if it's actually helping people go through the process of, of voting you know, here.
3: No, you already answered this, it's hard to hear. Um, why was it so important to you to see this happen here at the
4: Amway Center, why here? Yeah, um, it just goes back to the platform that we have and how I can help this movie as much as possible. Um, I didn't necessarily feel so obligated to do it, it was something that I wanted to do. And, and I'm, I'm happy that the initiative started and I'm happy that you we know, got the OK.
3: You know, this is something that you
1: pushed for. I think, what was it in June? What what kind of was the catalyst behind that?
4: Yeah, well, I think it was like a mid, mid to late May, I saw okay. that the Bucks were opening up their facility to, um, to become a voting station. Um, and then after that, I, I just kind of have been inspired since. And, and we've, we've been doing things to, to get this really rolling. Mo, to have the organization behind you where your head coach is out here along with you, the organization's opening up the building along with the city. What does it mean to kind of have that unified approach as you go through this process? Yeah. It shows that the message is is, 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 is clear. We um, want people to get out there and vote. It shows how, how we're all on the same level and we're all, we all want the same thing.
2: Obviously, a lot of kind of the, the early messaging and certainly a lot of stuff happened inside inside the NBA campus while you guys were playing. What have you noticed about how the message that the players have been saying throughout throughout the resume season?
4: Yeah, uh, I noticed that there ahead. was a lot of frustration and necessarily there wasn't really much answers to, to solutions. Um, and I realized that, you know, decisions aren't really made, you know, decisions aren't great when they're made based off of frustration. When you, get, when you have time to, like, debrief and really, you know, go over things, I think you're, Tend to end up with a better solution. Um, this is one of many solutions. Um, I'm not to say that this is the best solution, but uh, I think this is you know, one of the bigger ones. Do you feel
2: like? Do you feel the impact of kind of the messaging that's been going on inside the campus now that you're now that you're outside, you know, out, able to get back out in the community?
4: Um, yes and no, uh, because you know while we were there, um, you know, we saw another police shooting, but uh, I think the awareness is, is is at an all-time high, now it's just a matter of, of making these solutions work.
2: That was Mo Bamba speaking at the Nash- at the Atlanta Magic's National Voter Registration Day event at the Amway Center today. We'll have Steve Clifford coming up in just a moment, but I just want to pull out uh, the, the, the the last comment that, that I asked him about, uh, kind of the, the feeling inside the campus as they were they were trying to uh, continue to play but still bring awareness of these issues and and some of the frustration that was building, uh, especially that that eventually ended up with, uh, of course, the. The, the the sit-in by the the Milwaukee Bucks uh, and, and sitting out Game Five of that of the Magic series with them and the Magic Force joining the Mo Bamba was actually not in the campus at that time, but you could clearly see that he could sense some of the frustration that was building within the campus uh, and. and you know, frankly, you know some of the powerlessness over what they were doing. I mean, I mean, we, we talked about it here on the podcast as as this consideration was coming up as Kyrie Irving brought that 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 issue to the forefront and into the discussion among the players and the players' association and the concerns that they had about whether playing basketball would take away from the very important cause of trying to create better racial justice and and, and social justice uh, in the outside world. And 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 the players ultimately determined that you know they reached an agreement with the league obviously but they they ultimately determined that they could get that message out best by staying in front of everyone and making it front and center within the nba campus and certainly that has continued but you know undoubtedly the the murder of george floyd or not the murder the shooting of george floyd um uh really affected a lot of people certainly the milwaukee bucks especially as it happened in their backyard essentially um it, it affected a lot of people and made a lot made a lot of players question uh, whether what they were doing was the right thing to do. Um, and obviously, they came out of the meetings, uh, as most said, you know, kind of cooler heads prevailed in a certain way. Um, they, they came out of those meetings um, deciding to continue to play, uh, asking the NBA... Uh, to, you know, do be more active in this fight, including uh, working, as, as Steve Clifford will say, working to make sure every building is available as an early voting center. Um, not all of them were able to do so, but very many NBA buildings and many, very many NBA facilities have been made available as early voting centers within their respective counties. Of course, the Amway Center uh, will be an early voting center here in Orange County uh, beginning on October nineteenth. Um, you know, I, I, I think that Moe's experience, um, is very similar to a lot of young people's experience. Mo just turned 22, um, you know, I, I think a lot of young people aren't as engaged politically. Um, you know, I think the last four years have changed that a little bit, and of course we'll see what the turnout numbers are like after this year's election, because uh, millennials now, you know, people born, I believe it's 1985 to 2000, uh, millennials are now uh, the largest voting block in the country, but yet they are not the most politically active voting block quite yet. Um, you know, p- people my age, I, I am, I'm considered a millennial, I believe I was born in 1988, um, you know, we will we will wield a lot of political power, uh, if not in this election cycle, then in the next election cycle for sure, um, provided that we stay engaged. Uh, and so I think Mo's experience, where you know he wasn't you know quite aware or didn't quite know how to register to vote when he was 18 four years ago, um, is a very similar one to what we've seen throughout the NBA. Uh, it, it, the report came out after you know, as the players had their their all-in meeting with you know players and coaches involved. Um, that you know roughly only twenty percent of NBA players who were uh, probably twenty percent of NBA players who were eligible to vote because not every NBA player is eligible to vote um, voted in the twenty sixteen election. Uh, it it seemed like a, a kind of baseline goal for the league and for the players' association was to make sure that every player who was able to who was able to register because again not all players are U.S. citizens. But every player who is able to register leaves the bubble or leaves the campus registered to vote. And, and, and Steve Clifford will say here coming up that he's, he's expecting that, that player engagement and player uh, voter turnout is, is going to be significantly higher in this 2020 election. Again, say what you want. These are millionaires. Um, they are a little bit separated from society as, as sort of heroes and, and, and as sort of super wealthy athletes. Um, but a lot of these issues, again, that, that they are fighting for, that they are dealing with, are issues that are very, very personal. I, I always seem like I have to remind everyone that, you know, what happened to George Floyd in Kenosha very much happened to Sterling, Sterling Brown of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, he was, uh, you, you know, parked, you know, he was stopping at a convenience store. He parked in a handicapped spot. Yes, he was parked illegally, but then several police officers surrounded him, tackled him to the ground, and tased him. And very much threatened his career, threatened his livelihood. Thabo Cephalosha, who's been in the NBA for a long time, was leaving a nightclub, and a police officer chased him down, broke his leg, uh, and very much threatened his career. And Thabo was Thabo fought that, you know, filed a lawsuit, fought that case all the way through the court system in New York, and ended up winning. So um, Sterling Brown still has a still has a settle is still in court with the Milwaukee Police Department as well um, to settle his case. Uh, or to, to, to handle his case uh, for, for, again, for, for, you know, just a wrongful conviction. So these issues that they're talking about, and, and especially when it comes to racial justice, which, you know, voting is very much tied in racial justice. Voting is how you set these policies and how you set leaders who are going to lead these departments and guide these guide these decision makers and, and decisions on, on what to do uh, in these situations. These are all very much tied up. And so you could see, you know, how everyone is becoming much more engaged. Again, it starts with voter registration check your local local county supervisor of elections office to search for you know here in orange county you know bill cowell's office orange county supervisor of elections you know whether you're in Seminole county Seminole county supervisor of elections check those websites for information on how check those websites no matter what jurisdiction you're in here in the united states check those check those for your voter registration info what you have to do to register to vote and may please meet that deadline by october 5th uh we're going to play our outro and, and some ads here Uh, When we come back, we'll hear from Magic Coach Steve
3: Clifford. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house, house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
4: to to be out here today and and not only have the support of the the organization, the city, the players, how how much does it mean to have the unified approach as you you try to raise awareness for voting?
0: It's what we all have to do. I mean, I think that when you look at uh, voting, voting is a complicated thing. And a lot of people don't vote because they don't have a way to register or they don't understand what they have to do to vote. So the more things that we can do like this to make it easier for even a few people to register, it's a big deal. So the
1: community, when they come here to register, like what is the involvement with Orlando Magic, with you, with Mamba, specifically with the people that come here?
0: I think just to make sure that, uh, that they're able to register um, and that they understand then like what the next step will be, I'm sorry, so that uh, they have clarity clarity about what they would have to do so that they can come in and vote and make their vote count.
3: What's your message to people who are on the fence about whether they're gonna vote or
0: not? Oh I think it's a it's a it's your you know it's your right you could say it's your responsibility. Um, you know, I don't think you can tell people what to do but obviously um, I would say this if you don't vote you have no right to complain. You know we need to make changes in our country uh about all these things we've been talking about uh so there's more equality uh you know in all areas to me from education reform to economic reform to police accountability and there's so many things that we can do racism in general we can talk about it all of those conversations are healthy but the way that you make change is you change laws you change policies and the way you do that is is you make decisions about the people are making the laws who are making the policies and voting is the one way that we can all do that. That's how we can all everybody can impact the way we live uh, and play a part in positive change if you vote.
3: Mo is about to
1: vote for the first time in his life. What what impact has the
3: last few months made on your team? Do you think there's going to be some first time voters besides Mo on your
0: team? I think across our whole league, you know, the night of In the bubble, when you had uh, the meeting that that, that I think everybody knows about uh, with all of the players and all of the coaches, Doc Rivers gave a powerful speech to everyone and explained to the players that in 2016, I think only 21% of our players voted. And uh, you know, we're in a different place now. Uh, but I know that uh, since then, registration on NBA rosters is now sky-high. And I would uh, dare to say that a, a much larger percentage of our league will vote this time.
2: What kind of an impact in having you know, the, the organization, the, the, the franchise, you know, some, a, a team that represents the city, what kind of impact in that can you guys have to drive people out to, out to vote, to, 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 to learn about how to vote and, and, all, and all that?
0: Well, I I think the two, in my opinion, the two biggest things we can do is, one, open up the arena. You know, I think that the way uh, the city and and the county have worked together with the Magic uh, and Alex and Jeff and obviously the DeVos family to open up our arena for early voting is the number one thing. In our league, all 30 teams tried hard to open up their arenas. For some, it's easier than others because they own the arena. Um, and this, we're fortunate in that we have such good relations uh, with people in the city and the county, so we were able to do that. And then the other part is, I think, we're with is just uh, social media. You know, the magic, obviously, with all aspects of social media. I think we have over five million followers total. And then, if you look at many of our players, Mo being one of them, they also have ways through social media to make people more aware of voting. So. I would say those would be the two biggest ways.
2: There's obviously a lot of messaging inside inside of the bubble and inside the campus um, about you know social justice causes, about getting out and voting. Now that you're out outside of the bubble, you've been out for out for a while. What what kind of impact do you see those messages having out in, in the community at large?
0: Oh, I think it's I think it's played a part in keeping the conversation going, uh, making awareness. Uh, you know, stronger across the country. I think if you look at all the sporting events, the WNBA, uh, what, the, what the NFL players are doing, people are doing it in different ways. But it's important because, you know, I, I mean, to get the kind of positive, sustainable change that uh, hopefully everybody wants, it's not going to happen overnight, you know. And it starts with getting the right people in charge and not, not just – not just nationally, it's statewide, it's locally, and I think that's one of the things that we all have to do, all of us, is educate ourselves on local politicians so that we know, uh, you know, from every local uh, office, you know, who are the best people for you, for what you want, for what you see your country and what they stand for, uh, all the way always oh, statewide and federally. And, and again, there's nothing more important than education—educating yourself about uh, who the candidates are, what they stand for, and what they'll do if we vote them into office.
3: How proud are you of Mo and all the other players that are taking so much action to be involved in issues?
0: issues? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, uh, I, you know, Mo with the voting piece, uh, Michael Carter-Williams with the police accountability piece. Uh, we have a number of other guys who are. I think ready to get into the community and help with education reform. We've had a lot of talks about that as a group right now. Unfortunately, uh, the pandemic, you know, is, is, you know, slowing that down, you know, with everything, the issues obviously with your kids going to school and a lot of things that we could do locally here in the communities. We're doing some of it, but not nearly, uh, at the scale that we will once things get more back to normal. Cliff, so we know you've
4: worked with Desmond over the course of this and you've been part of Social Justice Task Force. Uh, just how enlightening has that process been and just how much of a continued effort is it?
0: Well, it's been incredibly educational for me. And I think that, you know, that's where it starts for all of us. Um, you know, with our NBA uh, coaches for racial justice. Uh, you know, task force. You know, I've told you before, we work with Brian Stevenson. You know, he's our consultant. And the one thing that he has said from the beginning is, educate yourselves, you guys are coaches, you're not politicians, you're not activists. Educate your players. Make sure they understand more about where the systems are at uh, and how systems can be changed. And you do that by working with the experts. And the experts in every city, in all 30 cities, they're the people in the grassroots organization. You know, I spent a day with Desmond and Sheena, his wife Sheena, and you know Neil um, a couple weeks ago. Just they call it a day of giving. You know, where they just you know went to different places and give out mass and make contributions and things like that. And it, it's it's eye opening. Uh, you know, um, I just met the other day with uh, one of the other guys that will be working here with the Magic. Uh, that we've met with Linda Lehman-Gonzalez and myself, Miles Moraine, through an organization called Let Your Voice Be Heard. And the people are amazing because Desmond, Miles, uh, and there's many other people in our area here, they dedicate their lives to helping other people, to making Orlando a better place to live. And, um, you know, really, it's, it's educational, it's inspiring to be around people like that.
2: Coaches have done a really good job as well, um, kind of keeping, uh, kind of backing the players up and keeping uh, social justice issues, social justice issues and messaging on the forefront. Steve Clifford has been very, very active in the community. He went out with Desmond Mead on Desmond Mead Day to uh, to have a day of service in the community here in Central Florida. Um, He has spoken very, very highly uh, of of everything that he has done, as well as the Orlando Magic have partnered. Uh, with, with the Florida rights restoration coalition, as well as several local, uh, local organizations as well. Um, Steve Clifford, also a member of the, uh, central, of the, uh, Orange County, uh, social justice task force or the Orlando social justice task force. Um, so again, he is certainly still very, very, very involved in the process. I, I do want to point out a couple of organizations. I mentioned them a little bit here as well. Um, or the, Steve Clifford's talked a lot about what Desmond Mead has done with the Florida Rights Restoration Coalition. Um, this is the organi- organization that spearheaded Amendment Four in the 2018 midterms, uh, which restored the voting rights to uh, to uh, re- to released felons, to felons, or convicted felons who it's, who are nonviolent convicted felons. So, you know, not sexual not sexual predators or or murderers or anyone anyone like that, but people who have served their sentences sentence have been released and approved to be released back into society. To you know, again, have been I want to make sure I phrase things correctly, um, have been, uh, have served their sentence, are back within society. Uh, Of course, uh, there's been still, despite an overwhelming majority on both sides of the aisle, a bipartisan majority approved of amendment for, approved of giving um, these American citizens back their voting rights after they had served their sentence for felonies. Um, It has been unfortunately a a source of controversy, so the fight is not over despite this right being given back. Um, The Supreme Court here in Florida, determined that they had to pay uh, their court fees and fines before those voting rights were restored. Again, a very, very basic right. The most basic right you have within a democracy is that if you are a free person, if you're a free citizen, you have the right to vote. Um, these these people are free citizens that do not yet have the right to vote or to have not had the right to vote restored to them. Uh, LeBron James and his More Than a Vote uh, uh, coalition or a, a organization is working to pay the fines um, uh, You know, through the Ford Rights Restoration Coalition, I believe. They're working with them to pay these fines so that um, these these citizens can can regain their right to vote and vote in the upcoming election. The magic have also worked with a group called Let Your Voice Be Heard, uh, which is a community outreach program. You can uh, learn more about you can learn more about the Florida Rights Restoration Coalition at florida and you can learn more about Let Your Voice Be Heard at LetYourVoiceBeHeardInc.com. That's LetYourVoiceBeHeardInc.com. Learn a little bit more about what they're doing to improve the lives of people within the Orlando community. Again, I want to reiterate the deadline to register to vote here in Florida is October 5th. That is a week from Monday. So if you are, if you are not registered to vote, go to your local supervisor of elections office. There's also numerous organizations that will help you get registered to vote. Um, You can also check your voter registration as well. Make sure you're still on the voting rolls. Sometimes they do remove people for whatever reason. Um, So make sure you're on the voting rolls as well. I I, I vote every election and I always double and triple check as well. I'm going to actually finish recording here and double check myself. Um, So go to your local supervisor of elections office website, um, double check your registration and learn how to register to vote. Again, here in Florida, the deadline to register to vote for the November election is October 5th. Early voting will open at the Amway Center on October 19th uh, through November 1st. And of course, Election Day is that first Tuesday of November. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Mo Bamba and Steve Clifford about the importance of voting and what they hope that the Magic can help get accomplished in encouraging people to register to vote and then eventually to turn out to the polls as well in November, it is an important issue that goes well beyond basketball, uh, and is certainly one that is very, very important. It is. I hope y'all can. I hope everyone considers voting to be nonpartisan issue. Although I think there are some people who do believe that driving people to the polls and getting people out to vote is a partisan issue, and those people, frankly, just don't believe in democracy. If you can't win people's votes, uh, then you don't believe in democracy to begin with. Um, everyone should vote. Everyone who can vote should vote. Everyone who can register to vote should certainly do that as well. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. We'll be back to talking some basketball on tomorrow's episode, but until then, for Orlando Magic daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Brosman Reich. I'll see y'all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.